Welcome to the Man Cave, the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their first names. I'm Mandy Kaplan. I'm Mandy Fabian. And every week we test the limits of our friendship, arguing over uh, movies, books, childhood stories, whether or not I've been a dick. And um, this week is no different. So grab a couch. Let's get to it. So we are in winter gear. It's so cold in our booths. And you have a hot mug of something. I'm assuming soup, chowder, (laughs) some kind of corn chowder. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bisque. I like to start our podcast with a bisque. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) This episode (laughs) brought to you by Campbell's. (laughs) Can we Um, get that? It's okay. So I missed last week. Yes. Uh, and Did, yeah. Rory O'Mandy filled in admirably. Thank you, Rory. God bless you, Rory. What a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Really good guy. Uh, yeah. But I did notice you talked a lot about how afraid of me you are. And it was upsetting. It's This has become a hostage situation. There was a lot of, oh, Mandy doesn't let me say that. Oh, Mandy doesn't like that. Oh, I'm free because Mandy's not here. Well, you would have the same reaction if I left. I'm sure you would. You would. I mean, you would tell fart jokes all day long. All day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, Talk about you would have this, Yeah. Yeah. You don't, don't you, if Jeremy leaves town, I don't know if he does a lot, but if he did, isn't it a little bit like, you know, I'm going to roll on his side of the bed just because I can or like. Absolutely. And I eat, eat a lot of Mediterranean food because he doesn't like it. Oh, so yeah. And that's my whenever, first, That's my go to. Yeah, when you and I get together, we always pile truffle on something. Yes. Even if it's laundry. Like we... Hawk slow, yes. Yeah, yeah, we love truffle and our husbands don't. So, yeah, that's what that was. (laughs) Also, Um, did you hear how how much he complimented me, though? And I did not ask him to do that. I fast-forwarded those parts. Did you? Yeah. 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 I'm just saying it's a different dynamic, that's all. It is a very different dynamic. (laughs) But I, I ingested a lot of culture while I was on my vacation. And I have a lot Yar, you to did. share. Well, okay. so I started with the Tom Papa special, What a Day, <gasps> which you had recommended. <gasps> oh, God. Did you love it? Mandy, you didn't write it. <laughs> I know, but it, it's as if I did. It's I know. It's the funniest goddamn thing. Yeah. I loved it. I've always liked him, so it was yeah. just delightful. Uh, and I was... Uh, with my dad. So we were watching a lot of stand-up comedy. We started with that one. And Aww. then we did Wanda Sykes, which was like two years old, but really funny. Okay. Haven't done it yet. We did Neil Brennan's, uh, I think it's called Shapes or Blocks. Blocks. It's very funny. He's very dark. And it got very deep. You might really like it. It's not just joke, joke, joke. There's a very deep thread throughout. And he's... Okay. He's... um. He used to be a writer for Chappelle. He's he's a he's a great stand-up. But okay. this was this got dark. Oh uh, but then, dark in a way that it didn't bring it back around to be funny and fun at the end, or dark in a way. It, I just want you to see it. I'm right. I just recommend it. Okay. Uh, and then we finished the week with Chelsea Mandler. Oh, love her. Yeah. Um does she have a new stand-up special? Yes. And it okay. is good. It is it's a good special, some interesting observations, some laughs. But then she tells this one story that had me that that incredible feeling where you're like, I may never come back from this. Like my ribs are all going to shatter. It was so well done. So I, that like, ended up being my favorite, which is crazy because she's fine. 
I'm, but but she's not generally your story. Favorite. Oh, I can't. I'm going to watch it and see if I can figure out which story it is. You'll have no trouble. <laughs> okay, okay. That's like the uh, the Colin Jost book when we read the oh Colin my. Jost book and he told that story about shitting his pants. The front. And... and shitting the front of his pants yes i've and i've heard it four times and it makes me laugh every time yes did you go back and re-listen to that book again no but i that part i listened to with casey and then he and i have listened to it several times when you're having a dark day you need that story Yeah, that's that was pretty fantastic. All oh, these are all such good recommendations. That's what I'm here for. What have you been reading it. or watching or enjoying or Oh gosh, so much. You know, and I'm I'm suffering a little bit from a terrible disease that I think it like when COVID came, this was a uh, a lesser disease that didn't get a lot of news, didn't get a lot of media play. Um the minute, the minute that someone says to me, so, have you seen any good movies lately, or is there anything you've watched that you like? Oh, Blank it, it, it dis- yeah, disappears yeah. from my head, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yes, I've seen a couple movies that I've literally turned to my friend or partner and said, "Wow, what a great movie!" I haven't seen a movie that good in a long time, but I cannot, I cannot remember it when people say it to me. Although I do remember a couple things that I saw this week, I'll share with you. One thing was this uh, this show, Normal People. Have you seen it? No, but I feel like I should. Is well, it it's a Daisy because, Egan Jones or no. no. Oh wait, I don't think so. It might be an author that's a that it is an author that got this thing made into a TV show and right. then I think is working on other things, but I don't I'll no, have to the, look that uh, the up. the actress Daisy I think it's her. Oh, yeah, I think it is her. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the lady who wrote Daisy and the Six. Okay, got it. No, that's uh Taylor Jenkins Reid. Yes, yeah, she's hot shit. Yes, she She's is. Hot shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed The Seven hu- Husbands of Evelyn Hugo very much. Yeah, love that book. I think we talked about that. Anyway, so no, uh, this was, but some author got this thing made. And I've had so many people tell me, oh, you have to watch this. You have to watch this. Yeah. And I will say, it is totally beautiful. And it's a sweet, like, young kind of love story. Mm-hmm. It kind of remind me a little bit of Heartstoppers, just a little bit, except mm-hmm. this is a heterosexual couple. Um, and the only thing I could think of the people like, you gotta watch this is maybe because they're Irish. Yeah. And they talk Irish, you know, which <laughs> gets me every time. I love it. As we know um, from the Rory O'Mandy episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And every other episode. I mean, it's hard for me not to talk Irish right now. Okay. Um, I'm turning Irish, I think. And then now that I'm gonna go over to London, which is close to Irish, it's <laughs> gonna get weird. It's gonna get very weird. Um, but no, so it this um it's really beautiful. It's beautifully shot. It's a beautiful love story. But I kept looking for like the thing that made people go, you have to see this show. <laughs> um, but it's a very good show. I'm okay. not like, you know, going to run out and marry like, it. All... Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to marry it. Yeah. But um, there was that. And then um, I, I finally finished. Uh, oh, I've been reading The Paper Palace. The Paper Palace. Mm. Which, which, do you know that book? Mm-mm. It's like a classic kind of, you know, sexy, it like has a lot of sexy stuff in it, but also a lot of. (laughs) (laughs) Now, people who read the book be like, sexy, there's quite a bit of assault in it as well. It's not great. But but it's a it's like it feels beach ready a little bit because and here's what I'll tell you. It's got this, the center of the story is like this unrequited love thing Mm -hmm. where this guy's in love with this woman 
her whole life and they can never be together. And she's always telling him why it can't be. And after a while, because I'm older now and I've learned from the ways of you, your mystical relationship wisdom, like fucking just say it already. Like either be done with it and say, no, I'm never going to love you. Goodbye. Or like, let the guy go. It's ridiculous how they, I'm starting to hate this protagonist because I'm just like, Jesus, stop with this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I I like it. I like that I'm making you cynical and hate everything. My work here is done. No, just that, because, you know, like I just recently had to let go of the very last one of my suitors who's been in love with me for a while, you know. Oh. But I did it. It was hard, but I did it. Wow. You said hard again. (laughs) I assigned you something that as I was watching it, I knew in my bones you were hating. And okay. yeah, and I am curious to talk about it with you. It's a rarity, not only on the Man Cave, but in life. It is a network sitcom. Just a, yeah, just an old fashioned multi-cam network sitcom or single camera network sitcom called totally. Animal Control. Uh, Pete, if you want to play a trailer, that would be delightful. Give people a sense of it. Truck 12, neighbor complaint, unlicensed ostrich farm. Should I be concerned? They are violent and have famously bad temperaments. It's bad, Frank. It's starting to feel extremely targeted. This gentleman's bunnies ate his drugs. What kind? Floppy-eared, fluffy. No, 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 the drugs. What kind of drugs? (laughs) It's my first week. I should really wait for backup. I can see that you're stressed out. We just got a 911 on a bear, get this, in a hot tub. He looks so relaxed. Did he turn the jets on? He's got a crazy look in his eye. This thing is super strong. It's on me now. It's rare when a hero is also so funny. Ah! You know, my grandmother had a hard time with stairs, but, you know, she found a way to do it. Yeah. So the voices you're hearing are those of Joel McHale, Bestill My Heart. I love him. I think he's hilarious and handsome. I adore him. He is so goddamn funny. Right? What a rare stance. I'm like, Joel McHale, handsome. (laughs) What a a strange opinion to to hold. There might be people who don't find him. You know, handsome wasn't my thing for a while. All right. But I, I find him to always be the perfect amount of smug. Yeah. And in lesser hands, he would be too negative, too obnoxious. But I find him to be always tonally spot on, <laughs> even though I never got into community. But maybe I got to try it again. Did you watch community? Oh, I did. I But not like uh, that was during the little kid time. And there just wasn't a lot of like committing to a series that wasn't, you know, like, right, right. I, I couldn't stick with it, but the episodes that I watched were always like pitch perfect. I love oh. this show. Yeah, okay. I, I it's really funny. I, I, I gotta go really back. Fun. It's a great cast. And two of the cast members from Community are reunited on this. Oh, who else was from Community? Uh, the Indian fellow who plays the... Oh, wait a second. Hold on. I'm thinking of a different show that I watched. I'm thinking of uh, a gal... Uh, yeah, not Mythic Quest. I watched oh. Mythic Quest. Okay. Uh, which was really, really funny. That has the guy from community. Sorry, not animal control. Okay. So never mind. I take it back. Okay. And I won't accuse you of being racist. We're just gonna move on. <laughs> no, because I was putting yep. I was thinking of the two guys from community, but he was on a different 
At least I didn't spend five minutes insisting that that was the guy from Community. <laughs> like I insisted at Sally Fields. Right. Um, so you're talking about Ravi Patel. The actor yes. Ravi Patel on Animal Control who plays... Uh, he's so sweet. They're, all the characters are really likable, I so find. So likable, yes. Agreed. And they work in this Animal Control office. What I What I wrote down is that this succeeds for me where Brooklyn Nine-Nine doesn't. Brooklyn Nine-Nine has a humor that makes me, again, I've said this about many things. It makes me go, oh, oh, that's funny. Oh, that's clever. But <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine never makes me laugh. It tries a little too hard for me. This uh-huh. makes me laugh out loud. Really? Yes, many I, times. Okay. The, the weasel moment made me laugh out loud. <laughs> that made me laugh. Well, for me, every time, how many did you watch? Because there are three episodes out. Yeah, I watched one. Okay. Okay. I, I see how one. devoted you are to our podcast and informing the people. Mm-hmm. Well, I trust that you will have a lot better, a lot more things to say. You know, it it was, I didn't find myself compelled to like jump back in, even though I agree with you. All of the characters were delightful, like fun people that you want to hang out with. Yes. And and watch them riff. Yes. And they they take stereotypical sitcom characters that we know, and then they make them more fully fleshed out. They give them more layers, I think. And the the premise is that Joel McHale is partnered with this guy named Shred. Because he used to shred on the snowboarding. He was a competitive snowboarder. He was famous, YouTube famous. And he's like a Logan Paul type of guy. And he could be a dumbass. And instead, he's actually smart and insightful and kind and really lovable, but also a bit of a dumbass. But he's like a he's like a Ted Lasso, though. He's not he's he's not dumb like you would think. He's Ted. Yeah, he's has this uh, guilelessness. He's very optimistic and positive. Believes things are going to go... Like, I don't think he's dumb. It's just that he believes things are going to go well. And And he's very trusting. And he's a great foil for Joel McHale, who's cynical and over it. And, you know. Yes. And he's played by a guy named Michael Rowland, who has no credits. And he's adorable. Adorable. I know. I love that they gave someone who I've never seen before, you know, like, not a famous person, a shot. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Uh... So that that is the the thing that sets it apart for me. It's not people. I feel these characters are all fully fleshed out. And uh, Ravi Patel plays a guy oh. who's um, he's married. He's got kids. He feels a little overwhelmed and dragged down. We've seen it before. Yeah. But then in the third episode, he takes psychotropic drugs to improve his sex life. And he's hilarious. Oh and, my god! And he's running around without clothes on, and it's <laughs> it's not just a typical, you know. Oh, I can't do that. I'm a husband and a father. He's he's more fully fleshed out and realized as they all are. Oh, I, think. I thought the turn was hilarious when um they go and they rescue a dog from because mm-hmm. the owner has died, and the the woman <laughs> rescues the dog, and then she decides she's not a dog person, so she drops him off at the guy's house. He's like, no, 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 we already have a dog. We don't need... <laughs> right. <laughs> that was it, a funny twist. It's cynical, because she... So 
her character is Victoria, but she's played by an Australian actress, I don't know, Grace Palmer, who is hilarious. Yeah, and she's funny. We see her cuddling with the dog and we think, oh, this is great. She found companionship. And then she gets a text, do you want to go drinking? And she ditches the damn dog so fast. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. And they, there is a tone in the office. They're all one-upping each other. They're all smart. They're all funny. It's not Joel McHale who gets all the, the laughs at all. They oh, are all yeah, hilarious. No. Yes. And this character of Grace Pom- uh, Victoria Sands, this Australian actress, this uh, they call her Hot Vet, the, the town veterinarian who helps the animals comes in, and they all hit on her, including Victoria. They are yeah. all shamelessly into her. And it's funny. It's funny to watch, you know, this group, this wacky cast of characters put themselves out there. It feels... Yeah. Not, I'm not going to say fresh to me. It feels familiar in a way I love. Like a yeah. good classic funny sitcom. Very classic. Yeah, very yeah. classic sitcom. Yes. It's just a very simple premise. And then it will, they've created some fun, funny characters with great actors. And it's only going to grow, I'm sure. And so what you missed is other animals. They are using these animals in the funniest, dumbest way possible. And it tickles the 12-year-old boy in me. You liked the weasel. Uh-huh. The very first sequence, they go in and a weasel is broken into someone's <laughs> attic and it's like an evil possessed weasel that ends up lighting itself on fire and that burning a house down. hilarious. He, even that, like, so the, he, he scares the weasel, chases the weasel into the fireplace and you're like, oh no! Right. And he doesn't panic and then the weasel comes back out of the fireplace. <laughs> on fire. On fire and sets their ottoman on fire. Yeah. Um. So in... The, the psychotropic drug episode, a guy calls and he says, I uh, I have rabbits and they got into my drugs and all my rabbits are possessed. So we see them and they're adorable and they're hippity hoppitying around. And then when someone picks them up, the rabbits attack and they do it in such a cheesy way with fake, you know, scary rabbit dolls. Like it's so badly done. <laughs> yeah. And they're acknowledging we didn't we don't have the money to train these animals to attack. We're just going <laughs> to joke it away. Every I think time a legal thing about training a rabbit to attack, too, you know? <laughs> Every attack- time they use an animal, I laughed my ass off. I think they're doing it in such a funny way. The ostriches in the first episode, right? The ostriches chase shred up a tree. Yep. And, and you were laughing your ass off at the ostriches chasing him. I, was, I wonder if those were real ostriches. I wonder if, like, there is some they've been trained somehow to chase somebody you know well it's my guess that ostriches were running to or from something and he's running away from them screaming it's starting to feel extremely targeted as he's (laughs) (laughs) as he's trying to get away i just i think shred is you said ted lasso i i thought of woody boyd from cheers woody harrelson yeah that's a good comp woody boyd was so dumb dumb yeah shred is not dumb it's he's uh, he's inspiring. <laughs> is that he weird? Is. Yeah. Oh, and I love that uh, everybody loves him. Like the the hot vet, you know, hits on him or wants is a, is ends up being a fan of his, and then they hit it off. But he's so like open about uh, having a girlfriend. Yep. <laughs> what does his girlfriend do again? Is she like also a snowboarder? 
I think so, but she's succeeding and he failed. He got injured and he's done or something. Yeah. Yeah. But she's not in the picture. She's just like a phone call away, but he's like loyal to her. And then he also is starting a love relationship with Vela Lovell. I forget her character's name, but Emily. I love, yeah. She's a great actress. Yeah. She, for me, I loved Mr. Mayor, which I only learned was canceled because she is a series regular on this. And I thought, well, that probably means Mr. Mayor's canceled. (laughs) I found her to be a little over the top on Mr. Mayor. I was not a huge fan on this. Mm -hmm. I think she's in her groove. Yeah. I really like her. Yeah, I like her too. I've always liked her. I always thought she was funny. Yeah, I didn't know her before Mr. Mayor. And I think I was the only person watching that. She was on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. She played oh, the sort of okay. psycho, like, drab. Um, oh, okay. You know, the, like, over-it neighbor, mm-hmm. I think. I didn't watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend a lot. Another show that whenever I watched it, I was utterly delighted. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I just never... I have a tendency... This is terrible because I write comedies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think things are shifting because nowadays, like, with movies, right? There's, uh, like, you want to assign a movie or you want to watch a movie, and it's like, oh, my God, two and a half hours or really kind of downers. Look, and they're important films. I loved Women Talking. I loved it. As a film, it is poetry in motion, beautiful. I cried at the end in a, I thought it was gorgeous, and everybody should see it. That said, like, you you leave going well oh, with important all over you. It's like which is it is important, mm-hmm. but there is a certain kind of like lately, I have been not wanting to watch things that are heartbreaking and dark. <laughs> like the whale is another example of a pitch perfect performance, heartbreaking, right? And a world like, did you see the whale? No, and I've heard the movie's not good. It's just Brendan oh. Fraser who's good. That's what I keep hearing, and oh, I'm not such a Darren Aronofsky fan. Well, I think it's a Darren Aronofsky movie, right? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that the movie is not good. It, it's like that's like it may not be somebody's taste. Like I am not a huge fan of like things like There Will Be Blood. Like there's things that are way too dark or No Country for Old Men. Those uh-huh. films are like uh like far too dark for me. However, I recognize them as a work of art that is tonally perfection for what it is. So mm-hmm. this I the whale is uh, ex- an extraordinary <laughs> spectacle of a film. Okay, it's it's it. I think it is really good, but very dark. I mean, to be honest, I got halfway through and I was like, I'll watch the rest later because I'm so <laughs> kind of bummed out right now, you know. But that's uh, why I. That's what turned me on to Animal Control in the first place. I yeah. saw it in my Hulu and I thought, well, I love Joel McHale, and it's a Fox yeah. sitcom. I could go for some laughs. Nothing deep, nothing dark. I could just. I needed to laugh. And this provided laughs. Let me ask you about Joel McHale, though. I think he's hysterically funny. Let's talk about him. (laughs) I saw him at an award show. He was was emceeing the award show. Mm -hmm. And he had me rolling with laughter, mostly because he was put on the spot. They didn't tell him that there was going to be time that he had to fill between, like, for commercial breaks and stuff. Uh And, And things were not, like, the announcements were happening slowly and it was just, it was kind of a shit show technically. And he was driving the train, but laughing hysterically. So he just started working the crowd mm-hmm. and talking to the people and, and it, it was some of the funniest 
funniest work I've seen on stage, right? I mean, it's yeah. no uh, Tom Papa, but uh, <laughs> but I actually thought he was a little underused in the pilot. Like he did his typical, it felt to me like he was punching a card, a time card a little bit. Like this is, he's going to do his Joel McHale thing and just be a little snarky. And, and I didn't find that he was given a lot in the first episode. Is he given more in episodes two and three? Like, is there more of a It is not a Joel McHale show. It is a is an ensemble for sure. So yeah. the, I I think you're correct in that assessment. Uh, there is a character named Dolores, who is the company Nazi, and she makes people sign in to use the bathroom, which <laughs> yeah. also happens to Randy Rainbow in his book, which I loved playing with myself. Ooh. He was working in an office and they were upset with the amount of time people were spending in the bathroom. So he had to be the bathroom monitor and sign people in and out. So that's very real. That happens. So (laughs) everyone hates Dolores. She's always yelling at them about recycling. And in the third episode... There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) In the third episode... She's a minor character. He gets tricked by Victoria. He thinks he's texting the hot vet. And the hot vet invites him over and gives him the address. And he shows up at Dolores' house with a fancy bottle of wine. And Dolores is like, they obviously tricked you. It's just me. And Dolores becomes a more fleshed out character. Turns out she has a sense of humor. They sit and bond. The end of the third episode, they wake up naked. And (laughs) that's great. Dolores is not his type. And (laughs) so... It was a fun turn. And now I'm like, how does this translate back at the office tomorrow? And I'm oh, curious about episode four. Yeah, because I of would that be too. Fun turn. It was just the, the button on the episode was, oh, my God, what have we done? All right. You know, you're you're convincing me. You're, you're convincing me to uh, maybe I'll go back in and, uh, and uh, keep keep taking a look. I want to see the ep- the cliffhanger of the the two people naked together. Even if it's not plot driven, you will laugh. As we're talking about it, you're laughing. Oh, you, you rolled your eyes. I, you will laugh. You will no, laugh. I did. There will laugh be blood. I, I'm what? gonna. I'm gonna. I did not laugh a lot when I was watching it. No, but as we're talking about it, and I, this is the other thing. I I think I have a different experience when I'm experiencing it with people. Like I enjoy a movie so much more if I go to the movie theater. Right. Fandies, do you see how she's always throwing herself at me? She's always trying. Let me come over. Let me put on my pajamas and crawl into bed with you and watch something. Yeah, Yeah. that's the story where I was a dick the second time in my life. I mean, you know, (laughs) it's all... uh, No, I think think it's infectious, and I think it's more fun to watch comedies with people. I agree. Yeah, of course. it's just it's a it's a safer landing pad. So I don't know. I but I I'll give it another shot because I did enjoy I enjoyed the performances. I really enjoyed the actors. It just was sort of yeah. It's it is a classic sitcom. I'm not claiming anything different. But the part that I liked that they did a great callback. So the married guy, uh Ravi Patel, I I I get confused. His character's Amit Patel. But he gets a call from his little boy who's at school and he can't poop because he's at school and he's he's having a problem. Yes. So yes. Amit starts singing the poop song. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I don't think it's an actual song. I think it's something they wrote for the show. And they he's did. singing it to his little boy quietly to try to encourage his son to go to the bathroom. And the whole office joins in 
because they yep. clearly heard the stories, uh, the the songs, so many times, many times. Yep, it's so charming to watch them all sing into the phone to encourage this little boy to poop. Yep, and then later. Joel McHale is at home and he pours himself a glass of wine and he's mindlessly still humming the poop song. And it <laughs> cracked me up. It's like it's been in his head all day and he's okay. still humming That's it. That's great. I did not, I did not, um, hear that i didn't catch that it was the poop song that he was humming so that's really funny and also that moment i didn't find funny i was like really like it because there was something very earnest about it like for me that's one of those things that, like well if you're gonna do that take it to the next level you know what i mean have them you, worked out choreography have them like high-fiving have them do brilliant harmonies like have them take it to the next level them all singing it like elbow you're like well we all get it i did it was just it didn't do anything for me i found it sweet i found it well you're I, much sweeter than i am we both know that i don't think so <laughs> but i i really liked that it showed a moment even with joel McHale, who is smug and always putting people down but he has this moment of genuinely rooting for this kid to overcome his fear and it, yeah. it, i found it very sweet i don't think it needed more don't put a hat on a hat mandy <laughs> <laughs> well also that's you know how i feel about poop humor in general right uh, poop poop humor and dick humor i have a tendency to go like yeah i know i've seen it but i yeah. now but then conversely the moment where he does the callback of the poop song love that kind of stuff so yeah. you know it's yeah i'm not that picky but that may be one of my peeves as it were where i go no you just have to try harder you have to give me the fresh version of the poop joke <laughs> and i will i, I fresh vow. And poop <laughs> well there's there's not a ton uh to break down here and debate i thoroughly enjoyed it and i would give it four out of five man jobs And I will keep watching it. And I look forward to the fact that it's weekly. I'm not going to binge it. Every week, I'll get a 22-minute jolt of laughter. And that makes me happy. What is your your man job rating? I would do three and a half. I'm surprised. I, I thought you would hate it. So I'm glad it wasn't negative. No, I mean, look, it is what it is. It's... I... It is what it is, and and I think you're right about it being a classic sitcom. And it sounds like it's building, and I love the acting. Mm-hmm. And there are so many sitcoms that are huge hits that you watch the pilot. You know, like, it's a pilot is tough. Yep. That's why you, you got to give it at least another one. Yeah, you really do. I Yes, that's true. I only watched one. And... Uh, like I said, there were there was enough there that's that's intriguing that I mm-hmm. would, you know, I'd be curious. And also it this is just, you know, I I have a tendency to watch I get I guess I have a tendency to watch dramas or like things that are very cliffhangery. Like I watch I watch Severance. Yeah. Which is has this mystery and did you watch Severance? No. Did you like it? No, I Or no, you haven't it. seen it. Oh, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> Do you think you would like it? I think that's what I meant to ask. Like, I don't know. I know too much about it. Jer was really into it, so he was filling me in. And he said, I don't know if you'd like it. Can I tell you about it? And I said, sure. <laughs> so, therefore, I don't feel driven because I feel like I know the premise. I know some of the twists. So that's a that's a weird like it's it's part drama and part comedy. Way way more drama. Mm-hmm. But but the comedy is like 
really, really funny in it. And it's weird, like not the kind of thing you would ever see. Like, mm-hmm. It's weird. So, um, yeah, but I would give it three and a half because I'm not the arbiter of everything that's funny, just most of it. Two of the guys who worked on this were also behind Were the Millers. So, oh. And that was an accident on my part. It's not like I sought that out. Oh, how funny. I thought I recognized their names. Delightful uh, coincidence, I guess. Love it. Um, you, got a, you got taste. You got a, a certain brand. <laughs> I do. A certain man. So I, of course, have a game. But before we play it, let's tell everybody that The Man Cave is a production of True Story FM Engineering by Pete Wright. Music by Ian Post. And we love getting reviews on Apple Podcasts. So please, if you're on Apple listening to us, give it five stars and write a review and we'll give you a shout out on the show. Yeah, I mean, look, guys, like, you know, give us five stars if you really feel it. Um, Otherwise, don't give us any stars. Do you know what I mean? We're not going to force you to give us five stars, but we are going to say don't do it if you can't, you know, go go big or go home. Uh (laughs) Um, also, if you uh, want to join us, talk to us on Discord. It's a delightful conversation. Mandcave.com slash Discord. It's an app where we uh, chat. There's a private room for fandies only. Only fandies. And then there's a, a public room for everyone. So please come on and chat with us. You can also check out our fun t-shirts. We have an only fandies t-shirt that is one of my favorites um, that I enjoy wearing to my child's elementary school. And... Um, what else is there? I think that's it, right? There's, oh, mancave.com slash merch is where you go to get that sweatshirt. And um, that's it. That's that's the news from the Man Cave. Thank that's you for supporting us. We love you. So sitcoms is where we are. We're in, we're talking sure. uh, classic sitcoms. Oh, okay. curious what some of your favorites are. Just, this is not the game, but I'm just curious. Uh, like from adult life or kid Anything. What are some of your favorite? If I said, you, you know, you only get to watch five sitcoms forever, what would they be? Shit's Creek would be one. Great. Yep. Uh, probably Friends. Great. Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. What? I loved that show. I loved that show. Wow. Yep. I know. I don't know what it was, but that Ray Romano, man, he did it for me. Ray Romando. Ray Romando. Uh, yeah, those those are initially ones that I think of that I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, Fleabag. Is that a sitcom? Does that count? Uh, yeah, half hour yeah, comedy. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I did enjoy, um, I did enjoy Hot in Cleveland. Oh, I loved Hot in Cleveland. Yeah, Betty White. Anything Betty White touches is amazing. Well, you didn't say Golden Girls, so our friendship oh. is over. You know what? I loved Golden Girls, but I never, it never caught for me, but it's amazing. I mean, I loved All in the Family. I loved Different Strokes back, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Days, I, like Laverne and Shirley, like the older ones from right. when I was a little, little kid. But I was devoted to Family Ties. That was my favorite growing up. And yep. I tried to watch it with Casey, and it doesn't hold up great. It feels <gasps> really? like it doesn't have a zip, you know? It's, That's interesting. Yeah, it's a little mellow. Um, but Friends is my overall favorite. And Golden Girls and Roseanne, I think I've talked about on the show. I love Roseanne. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. watched, I didn't, I never got into that one either. But, you know, I was watching very little television. I really only started watching television hardcore, like at yes. the pandemic. <laughs> I know. It's crazy to me because I'm such I, a TV junkie. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. 
with the well, good. Yeah. Now that I know some of your but I said Woody Boyd and you knew the reference. So it's oh, not like I loved cheers. I can't believe I didn't say cheers. I love cheers. The add a yes. girl. I worked so at the cheers bar. Oh, you did? Yeah. The mm-hmm. bull and right Finch, after college. Is that what's called? The library grill is the fancy one upstairs. And then right. uh the downstairs, what's it called? The Bull and Finch? I don't remember. Bull, bull and Finch, I think. I didn't realize you spent that much time in Boston. I'm a little like three huh. months. Yeah. Huh. Like, yeah. I don't know you at all. I you know, know what I don't know about you? I don't know which famous sitcom character you are. And we're about <laughs> to find out with one of these really insightful, accurate quizzes online. Okay, great. Are you ready? Perfect. I'm obviously Bonnie. What was her name? Bonnie Finnegan. Bonnie. It's not Bonnie Tyler. Whatever the lady was from uh, One Day at a Time, the original. <laughs> the mom? Oh, yeah. Bonnie Franklin? Bonnie Franklin. That was her name. I loved her. Okay. Well, uh, where are you most likely to hold a birthday party? Your living room, your kitchen, your office, the local bar, or your local coffee shop? Oh, a bar, a bar, a bar. Okay. Why? I mean, yeah. I took the quiz prior, so I know what sitcom character I am. Oh, all right. I'm wondering if we're going to be the same. Are we in the same show? I feel like all of these things... Just come up with one answer, no matter what you answer. <laughs> That's not what true. If, you were the smart one, and I was the sexy one, or something, right? Like, or the funny one for the. Remember when we did our that dating does profiles? Not check out. I <laughs> I have to be the sexy one. <laughs> um, and all I want to do is blow my nose. Okay, when it comes to friends, Ew. are you more into quality or quantity? The answers are into quality, into quantity. Both are important. Oh God, quality is everything. Oh, that I met your high standards. I've made well, the cut all these years. <laughs> Pick a hobby that you'll we, be known for. Yeah. Oh, that Sorry. I'll be known for. Okay. Yeah. Did I interrupt? Did you? No, no, no. Baking, sewing, knitting, photography, or latte art. <laughs> I didn't write it. A hobby that my sitcom character would be known for or me personally? This is about you because we're trying to find out what you're... So pick a hobby you'll be known for. Baking, sewing, knitting, photography, latte art. Oh, wow. (laughs) Latte art. Uh, Sewing, sewing, sewing. Really? But you're queen of the sourdough, so I'm surprised. Well, I hate baking. I love cooking, but I hate baking. Oh. Yeah. Then stop making sourdough. I don't know why I have such rage about it. Okay. One of your friends just admitted they have... won't eat it. It's true. That is yeah, true. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. One of your friends just admitted they have feelings for you. What's oh. your next move? Woohoo! Quit your Tongue. job and move out of state. Frankly, Kinda admit like that you don't feel the same way. Give it a try. Anal. See what happens. <laughs> Keep them as a casual fling. Avoid them for a few weeks until they get the hint. <laughs> Obviously, E, whatever that last one was. Avoid them, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. How close of a friend are we talking? Like, are we talking about <laughs> my, my barista? <laughs> it didn't It didn't specify. It doesn't specify, okay. That's what we got to step that out a little bit, okay. People can't help but love you for your sense of humor, ambition, ability to problem solve, confidence, or beauty. And there's well, no all of the above, so don't even try. <laughs> well, that's too bad, because, I mean, this quiz is rigged, obviously. 
Um, my barista loves me for my beauty, but everyone else probably loves me for my sense of humor, except my husband who might get a little tired of it at times. <laughs> because now my children are little waka waka joke Rubber chickens. Oh my God. <laughs> he is like, can we just stop for like two seconds? Can it just not be a bit? And I'm like, sorry, honey. <laughs> Anyway. You have created two monsters. A little bit, a little bit. Which city would you feel right at home in? Minneapolis, Miami, <laughs> New York, Chicago, or Los Angeles? Oh, that's interesting. Well, I've been home in a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Right at home, right at home. Uh, I guess Los Angeles. I don't know. Chicago's interesting. Los Angeles. Let's do Los Angeles. Okay. It's a fit. It's a fit. But not the fake boob, fake lip Los Angeles. Let's be no, clear. Our the, Los the yoga, yeah. energy center, horseback riding, beach and mountain Los hiking. Angeles. Yeah, Composting. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Which field would you most like to work in? Journalism. Strawberry fields. Oh. <laughs> Sally fields. Medicine, <laughs> education, food, or fashion? Education. I nice. love being at elementary school. It's going to be creepy when I no longer have a fifth, when I no longer have a kid in elementary school, like I'm going to be trolling for like a four and a half year old who needs a home because I <laughs> heads love, up LA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to get weird. Uh, check your neighborhood. What's that neighborhood app that everybody has? Next door. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Look yeah, out. Here just I come. Pictures of you. <laughs> Looking for five year olds. It's what? innocent. I just want to volunteer in your classroom. What? You can still volunteer at school even if you don't have kids there, can't you? Yeah. I guess. Oh, oh, so sad. Seems weird. What type of car do you drive? Van, SUV, beater, I take public transportation, or sedan? (laughs) Uh, Can it be an electric van? It doesn't say. Oh, son of a gun. You drive a sedan, Uh, though. Probably a beater. Yeah, that's true. I love old cars. I love old cars. She I have a new a car, car that ran yep. on vegetable oil. Sure, and it I did. Smelled like vegetable oil. It was a car. nineteen it like old Chinese food. Eighty three diesel Mercedes. I loved that car. It was like driving a tank. It was it amazing. Was, it was nothing it. but a terrible experiment. Okay, who do you share the closest Ow! bond with? Your roommates, <laughs> your coworkers, your friends, or your family? Oh, God. <laughs> um, huh. That's interesting. Your closest bond. I don't know. Uh, probably friends. I was going to say roommates because nobody knows you like your roommate, right? Like they know your schedule. Like that's when the, the shine goes off. You get to know people's real habits, how they oh, eat yeah. their toothbrushes and toilets and oh, yeah. what kind, how they eat. How mm-hmm. how hard it is for them to sleep, that's a real indication of someone's personality. The sleeping? Sure. Oh. Like if you're fussy and you need all the lights off or you need the thing. And then there's people okay. that can like fall asleep at a bus station. You know, yeah. It's different. Jeremy David Clavins. Okay. What's your <laughs> sense of humor like? Is it dry, sarcastic, immature, playful, or it varies? <laughs> I'm going to say it varies. I think that's a good answer. That's what I said, because it's like, it's whatever the the mood calls for. I'm adaptable with my yeah. funny. Whereas like Aubrey Plaza feels like she's only maybe sarcastic. Like maybe she only does that. But I could be wrong. 
we got the same character, even we though did. our answers were very different. These okay. dumb quizzes. The famous <laughs> sitcom character that you're most like is Dorothy's Bornack of Golden Girls. You've almost <laughs> always got a sarcastic or witty comment waiting in the wings. Huh. You're whip smart, logical, and level-headed. Though you huh. may be focused on doing the smart thing, you're not completely immune to thinking with your heart rather than your head. Okay. And then they have a picture of Maude instead of a picture of Dorothy, which is so strange. Wow, that is that was a deep cut. And you knew that it was Maude instead of Dorothy. Well, that's of course. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Well, I'm going to retake the quiz and come back with results next week to see if I can <laughs> score a different character. That's my goal. I just, what I hear from that answer is that I'm smart. Yes. That's, I, all I heard is that I'm incredibly smart. And tall. And that's what the quiz, yeah, yep, yeah. And I can, and I have a very manly voice about me. Yes. Um, but my sex appeal is undeniable. Okay, so now, lady, I am going to assign you for next week. Oh, boy, this is so good. <laughs> this is so good. I didn't even know this existed, to be honest. And I did a little digging, trying to get past all of the things that were, quite frankly, sad. Uh, mm. But this one is, we are going to watch, I'd love a drum roll, Brr. History of the World Part 2 yes! on Hulu. Let's I did watch not it together. Even... Okay. Let's make a point to do that. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. It is star-studded. Yeah. Mel yeah. Brooks did it. I'm very... I, I love the original Mel Kroll. Brooks stuff. Is yeah, it Nick, Nick Kroll? Yeah. Nick Kroll's in it, but it's yeah. Mel Brooks's thing, you know? Okay. Oh, my God. It's got everybody in it, and I'm so excited to see it. I'm I'm thrilled. So it's... And it's... Uh, there's two episodes out now. There's going to be two more released on Wednesday. We'll just watch as many as we want to or can. But I'm so excited. History of the World Part... Duh. I, that was one of my favorite movies growing up. Oh, piss boy. I'm like into history of the world. Oh, so. yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Okay. All right, Let's great. Let's do this. Fantastic. Thank you. Good assignment. Uh, you're welcome. And welcome back. Welcome home. Thank you. I hope you have found the man cave just as tiddling, titillating as it was. It's when you, I shouldn't day drink. Sorry. I was going to say. Sorry. Um, uh, now we know. know what's in that mug. Love you. I love you. A steaming hot martini. Woo!